Blog Talk Radio. Plays 
or his love for Jackie Wilson's Sam Cooke. In the 80s, he did um, some pop and um, his romantic charm in the 80s and 90s, which get, gave let him have um, three solo projects. And he also was blessed to work with Shalomar and the Whispers. Now, Gray has also toured with Pamela Bell, and currently his band, Groove City, based out of Las Vegas. And, of course, he is, like most of the people I come in contact with, a native of Los Angeles. Mr. Grady Harrell, are you there? Hello? Uh Uh-oh. Let's see. Well, we have him on live. Let's see. Yeah, he's online. Let's see. We, maybe he didn't press one. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. I see Grady Zahrell's number, name, number, um, number online. All right. Well, let's see. Let's go to turn. Don't turn your back on me. By Grady Zahrell. Don't turn your back on your face. 
Well, hello, Mr. Grady Harrell. Are you there? Uh-oh. Wow, this is an interesting. Let's see. Um, okay. I've, Mr. Grady Harrell is on the line, but I have to get him to press, to press one. And um, let's see. Press one to be connected to the host. Um, just, just a little bit of difficulties here. It happens. It happens. We're going to get it worked out. Oh, me? Let's get that. Hello? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hi, finally. <laughs> See, that wasn't me that time. That was you. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> well, for 50 yeah. <laughs> Oh, come on now. I'm sorry. After the I, video. My apologies, sir. I announced you um, <laughs> twice. Yeah. Okay, okay. You, you you can hear me though, right? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. When, Loud when I first and clear. In, yeah, when I first called in, I didn't press one, and when I when you told me to press one, I pressed one, but then I think you had me on mute, so it was my fault at first. Okay, I, oh, did I yeah. have you on mute? I heard you. Okay, my well, my apologies. We're glad. I'm glad you're here now. Definitely. Yeah, glad. me too. I'm so happy to be here. Very happy to talk to you. You yeah. <laughs> as we communicated um leading up to the show. Um I enjoy reading your um your file which came as a PDF and I wanted oh. to convert that is into your bio, but hey, I hope hope that the point was summed up in a nutshell. It just gives you more to talk to me about. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Anything you want to talk about, let's talk about. That's why I called in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and I, love, I love your show, and I'm so proud of you. And keep doing what you're doing and, and keep that good music playing. And I'm always happy to contribute. Thank you so much. And, yeah. And I really appreciate that coming from someone like you. You've been, you know, very... Very talented, very loving. You give off a very good vibe right off. And Thank it's you. positive. I mean, you seem like you love what you do, you know. Yeah, well, I learned I learned that love from uh, my mama. She's a very a very loving person, and that's what I I grew up around. Her and and my uncles and my and my uh, my sisters and brothers and so I learned that from Evelyn Harrell. She's a uh, She's a lady of love. I love her so much. Mm, okay, and, and yeah, yes. we have to love our moms, you know. Yeah, okay. man. <laughs> we only get one. We only get one, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And sometimes they gotta be a little easy on our, on us. Yeah, and I'm talking right. about my mother, who's kind of like my sister, but yet tells me what to do. So, Mister Harrell, I'm, I'm sorry, Grady. That's okay. <laughs> Yeah. Don't turn your back on me. Now you were looking yeah. really good that video. <laughs> <laughs> what Thank year you. was that? Was that like nineteen ninety? It was actually um ninety or ninety one. I know that the first album on RCA came out in eighty nine and Sticks and Stones came out January of eighty nine. So the other one had to have been yeah, it might have been ninety and um that was a produced by Two good friends of mine, James Allen and James Strong, and the 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 famous piano player Bobby Lyle is playing on the piano solo, 
and we had a, we had a wonderful time making that album, Romance Me, for RCA Records. But you know the, the they lacked promotion on it, and uh, mm-hmm. Sticks and Stones, which is was the preceding album, the single mm-hmm. from that Sticks and Stones went to number four. But then you know on that next album, Romance Me, they had promised me, hey man, we're gonna do all we can uh, to promote it. The next album we're gonna do it better because they had promised me. If, it, if, if uh, Sticks and Stones entered the top ten R&B, we're going to cross over to the pop mm-hmm. charts, which they didn't. And so then they, they were, you know, apologizing and saying that they dropped the ball and they were going to make up with it on uh, Don't Turn You Back On Me, which uh, that only went to number 28 on the R&B chart. So mm-hmm. um, if you want to distribute AIDS, have, uh, if you want to get rid of AIDS, have RCA distribute it. And I started to play Sticks and Stones I was trying to get a clear Clear uh, version of that But I remember You know um, I was a kid I'm not going to lie But hey Old yeah. soul and, a, and, and still uh, Inner youth At the same yeah. time How do you Only yeah, only man. me Only a deep Aries Could do that <laughs> Right just like I believe with yeah. yourself, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> so um, when you, okay, were you originally considered for Shalimar? Yes. Um, after Gerald had, after Gerald had, it was a, a, it was like a couple of people, maybe three considered. I know that Jeffrey Daniels himself called me because we dance on Soul Train. We, we uh, oh, okay. sang at Mavericks Flat. Uh, I, I definitely wow. train not as much as Jeffrey and Jody because uh, I had other a- aspirations, but I, Soul Train is my family. All the dancers are my family. I would go there just to pick up girls and dance sometimes. But uh, <laughs> I, I played at Mavericks Flat a lot, which Jeffrey, we always partied at Mavericks afterwards. So when I guess Gerald dropped out of the group, uh, Gerald is a cat that you hear on Take That to the Bank. Well, they yeah, were in New I York. Know who, and, I know who Gerald yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, and Jeffrey called me, and uh, I didn't know at the time, but obviously Jermaine Stewart was in it for the running, and then Howard, because I know that um, mm-hmm. I went and met Leon Silvers down at Capitol Records, and, and we talked, and I met Dick Griffey, rode around the car with him. But the best mm-hmm. man got the job. You know, Harold Howard's a wonderful talent, and uh, that's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but I did. I was in the running for it, and I was almost there. And then Howard got the job, and Howard is a hell of a vocalist. We all came up in Maverick Flat. Howard used to be in a group called Beverly Hills with my good friend Robert DeBlanc, who sings with um, um, Lil Anthony and the Imperials now. So we were all nurtured at the same nightclubs, and I had our own bands. And L.A. at that time was a very competitive spirit. All the baddest bands were out. The Whispers, Lakeside, so many of us, um, Platypus. Uh, all under solar. Yeah, yeah, it was it was full of talented people, and it still is. But the venues aren't the same as as they were to develop artists. They had so many venues at the time: Mavericks Flat, the Total Experience, the Apartment. Um, they mm-hmm. had so many clubs to to sing at at the time, and and you get paid for singing, not like now, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, things have changed. You know, either I listen yeah. to. The neo, so I can get a show on rock and especially blacks uh-huh. and rock because 
he needs something different other than what's promoted on the radio. I don't even listen to the radio. For probably five years, I stopped listening to the radio. But I'm the same way. Growing up, <laughs> here, seeing vinyl, vinyl. Mm-hmm. Of course, Shalomar was one of the groups I fell in love with, you know, yeah. and the CDs. And, you know, so I, I couldn't help but, you know, know that st- when I know that story. And I even saw you on a picture with Jody Wiley. Yeah. Well, me and Jody, we we went to high school together. Me and Jody went to Dorsey High School. Shout oh, out to all okay. the Dorsey Dons. Yeah, Jody graduated a year after me, um, and we went to high school. And that picture you saw me, and we were we used to hang out the same clubs. I think that was a picture at a club. And, oh, uh, all the that's fun! How, huh? Yeah, that's how <laughs> we used to go dress to the clubs back in the day. <laughs> so, yeah, I wish people would yeah. dress like that again. You have to be yeah, a part good of good luck me. with that. <laughs> Huh? I said, good luck with that. It's no right, it's like, right. It's like people <laughs> lack class these days. They just lack class, and uh, and I give a shout out to the main man behind all the Shalimar song, which is Mr. Leon Silvers III. Yes. He's such a talented Thank cat, you. and uh, he, you know, he don't get the the props he deserves, but he's one of the greatest producers in the business. I love Leon Silvers' work. He's excellent. And I was yeah. had the privilege to interview him three years ago on oh, the show. Oh, wow, cool. And yeah. I would love to do it again. At the time, yeah. I, I liked the Silvers. I was just discovering them. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was really getting into groups from the past. And had yeah. I known that this gentleman was as heavyweight as he was, I would have is I would have promoted it all over the place, you know? Wow. Down yeah. to earth. Yeah. And, you know, he has a wealth of knowledge, you know. I I, I wow. Yeah. You know? I mean just his, <laughs> his family alone and and what he the, 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 the trailblazing he laid for his family and then all the stuff he went through, the inner controversies with with his family voting him out the group and then he went on to be one of the biggest producers. Just go figure how things happen. But you know, he's always loved his family. Yeah, but everybody, you know, families sometimes they outgrow each other and but I I love the Silvers, love all of them man. They're such a challenge. Trust me, I know all too well about family. (laughs) Yeah, tell me about it. It could be a very painful experience, but I think that it probably made him stronger. And more yeah. determined because, you know, he came back strong, you know, with sure the Shalomar and so many other people. Even there's an artist, a Neil Saw artist, her name is Ndombi. He produced a track uh-huh. by her. I was like, wow. wow. Okay, wow. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, Leon gets around <laughs> musically, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I was glad to join um, Solar Records. <laughs> and I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, were you Solar? What I wanted to ask I you. I was. I was. I was Solar. It was. I was under the Solar umbrella. My my first single, Belinda, came out under Constellation Records. Dick Griffey signed me, and mm-hmm. as in 1980, I think 83, I had an album called Moana. M W A N A. And mm-hmm. Moana is my middle in my is my middle name in Batiki, and my manager at the time she was from Gabon, and so. She wrote a lot. It, it had a lot of African feel on it because if you hear about oh, Belinda, wow. hey, Belinda, oh, Belinda, <laughs> and so it had a, a, a real <laughs> African vibe on it. It was produced by 
one of the greats in the business. Uh, he played in the James Brown band. His name is Fred Wesley. He played trombone for James Brown, and he produced my very first LP, which was called uh, Moana. And the first single on that, you could still see the video. And it, it's so it was so big over in Nigeria. I still have a game. Wow, Shout really? out to all oh, my Nigerian cool. fans. They love, they say, Grady, we grew up on your song, Belinda. And, and so, you know, I love all my, my Nigerian fans. We still stay in touch on, on Facebook. So, yeah, it was a wonderful album. It was on Constellation, right up under the Solar Umbrella. Yeah, and um, that's, you know, and that's <laughs> it's an interesting story. And I'm, <laughs> I know I can't help but mention this. When I posted on Solar Records, it was the first time I posted uh-huh. loose, loose Ends because oh. I didn't know they weren't on a Solar Records, seriously, and I was right. a mistake. I got oh. <laughs> Mr. Kevin Spencer. <laughs> with oh, much Kevin, respect. that's my boy. Shout out from to Kevin. From Dynasty, he let Kevin. me know. <laughs> right. <laughs> but well, I was appreciative. Kevin will let you know now. <laughs> yeah, right. he let me know. Oh gosh, but no, he—he's—he he's, he's, he knows but what they're One thing I, one thing Kevin will do, and he'll do it out of love. Kevin knows he's got much pride with the Solar family, and and uh, he's always giving props to all the members of Solar. And uh, I love Kevin. Shout out to Kevin Prince. Yeah, shout out. He's he, he's yeah. in my group. Shout out to Carolyn Griffey also. Enjoy oh yeah, that's my girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I couldn't help. <laughs> like, okay, yes, yeah. all right, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all make mistakes. Uh, we we all know that, so it's it's cool. Yeah, okay, but yeah. uh, so you had how were you the? Did you like the pop scene like in the '80s or? Um, I see you have a song. Come play with me. Yeah. I um funny a funny story about that song, but I, I love the I love the game in the eighties, um seventies, eighties, even the nineties. Um it it started changing a bit, of course. I love the like 90s, everything yeah. everything must change, but I grew up when when it, the music business it was being laid, like in the in the fifties and sixties and seventies and all those wonderful songs that I grew up on that inspired me to be a recording artist and a performer. And then um, the 80s came and it had beautiful artists, uh, you know, in the business. Still, I mean, still a lot of people mm-hmm. from the 80s are still going strong. Like, I'm still performing and recording, and and um, it's just a blast. But Come Play With Me, it was originally written for um, the Isley Brothers, my friend Daryl Ross, who I went oh, to Dorsey wow. High School with. Okay. Yeah, Dorsey, yeah it was, he wrote that uh, kind of like for Ronald. But he said, man, you ought to do this on your album. And so we named the whole album, Come Play With Me. And, and I think he, he initially Daryl wanted me to do a demo and send it to Ronald. But I don't think we ever got it to him or we might have sent it to him and maybe he turned the song down. But that's how Daryl Ross wrote that Come Play With Me tune uh, in the vein of Ronald Ivey. So that's why I'm kind of like singing it like Ronald. Yeah, and I love your singing. And the Thank first you. thing I thought, you know, I, of course, everybody I think knows of Sam Cooke when they heard a change is going to come. Yeah. I I know every lyric to that song. And it's yeah, so real. That, that's a song that applies up to now, the lyrics, yeah. everything about it. Yep. It true. will always I, apply. 
So how did you begin? I, I could tell you were heavily influenced. Um, mm-hmm. Did someone suggest it, or is it just something that you decided to do yourself? Um, what, the Sam Cooke? Yes, and or Jackie um, Wilson. Wow. Well, it, it's, it's deep how I got into both of those guys. I kind of, like, started late because I think I was, like, 25 years old when my ex-wife's mother, my ex-mother-in-law, gave me a copy of a Sam Cooke uh, greatest hits album, and that's when I just fell in love with Sam Cooke when I was 25, and I just started that's late, huh? all his <laughs> It was late because you got to realize I grew Making up me feel old here. Robinson. <laughs> I know. I, I grew up wanting to be Smokey Robinson. So I was so tunnel vision to Smokey Robinson until the Jacksons came on. See, I was eight years old when I knew. I heard, mm-hmm. you really got a hold on me. And I heard that. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to sing that. I want to sing like this guy. So I started mm-hmm. emulating Smokey, learning all of his stuff, and, and singing at talent shows and singing on the corner. Anybody would listen. And then these little mm-hmm. kids came on the scene. When I want you back, I'm like, wow, these little kids are doing what I want to do. And then right, I got into right. the Jacksons, and it was just Smokey and the Jacksons for years. And then I started listening to Stevie, of course, and I started expanding my horizons with music because my mother said, you should expand. Don't just listen to just Smokey and the Jacksons. more music out there. And she was right, and I started listening. So by 25, I listened to, to Sam Cooke, and I loved it. And I started learning wow. all his stuff with the soul stirs, with his gospel stuff when he first started. And that's even the soul stir singing in the background on Sticks and Stones. J.J. Uh, uh, Farley, oh, who was a bass okay. singer. Yeah, and he was 80-something years old at the time. He sang background on Sticks and Stones. So, oh. And then Jackie Wilson, it's the funniest thing. I was taking my sons and my daughters down to audition for the Jackson miniseries because Suzanne DePass's uh, cousin, Tony Jones, used to manage me. So I love said, Suzanne be- DePass. I always wanted to yeah. be there. My yeah, cousin. she's a good lady. Well, yep, I want to be produced. like her. That kind of, yeah. you know, it'll be later uh, in life, you know, since I'm <laughs> yeah. uh, 35. Uh, she's a very, anyway, very talented go ahead. Lady. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people don't give her credit for the Jacksons' wardrobe and for, you know, developing them. But she was producing the Jackson miniseries along with Jermaine and his wife at the time, Margaret. And so Tony, who was managing me, when Sticks and Stones was out and after Sticks and Stones, was like in 90 or 91, he was managing me. He said, hey, man, so you can beat the cattle call and get around all these other auditioning children. You bring your kids through the back door. And so that's what I did. I was taking my kids back and forth on auditions. And I didn't audition. They just called me. The casting director said, we want to see Ann for Jackie at 13. We want to see Anthony auditioning for Michael, we want to see Cheyenne and Jacob, and so forth and so on. And they said, and we want to see you, because Jermaine uh-huh. thinks you look a lot like Jackie Wilson. So I'm like, word, okay. okay. So that's how I got the part of Jackie Wilson. And so I said, I wasn't really into Jackie, but I started doing my research on him. And I'm like, this cat was like the truth. This is the business. And so, so after I did that, I did the miniseries. It aired in 92. and then I, started I getting love that movie. Thank you. I started getting calls to to uh, do Jackie Wilson in plays, and that's how I started doing Jackie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think everybody knows mm-hmm. to be loved. <laughs> yeah. To be loved. I know. <laughs> and, you know, favorite, what am I saying? 
I can't. You did. You did a good job because I I I've seen footage. My family likes a lot of um, vintage, you know. So I uh-huh. grew up seeing so many albums. Whereas people, I've always had a side to me. Whereas people have always challenged, what do you know about this at your age, you know? But yeah. there are older people who don't know about some things because they kind of just go with what that what it was ever out, you know. Yeah. Quality is timeless, you know? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so that's how I, you know, got into doing what I do, you know? Sometimes uh-huh. pe- people's successes come later in life. So right. you also tour with um, Patty LaBelle, right? Yeah, which was wild. I, it, that was a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful time in my life. My friend, Sammy McKinney, who wrote for Patty, for Anita Baker, for so many other artists. He's a good friend of the family, and he called me one day, and I guess Patty was um, uh, changing her background singers, and Sammy's like, he called me and called Patty on a three-way. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's like, Grady, I need to get you a job with Patty, man. She's not happy with her background singers. So he called on three-way, and he said, Grady, sing something for Miss Patty. So I just said, it's ready to the heart you Man, I started singing, and Miss Patty said, Grady, go on the <laughs> road with me. And I'm like, what do you say when Miss Patty says that? So I said, cool. And I went on the road with her. <laughs> uh, I think it lasted about eight months, and we went all overseas to Austria and Germany, Germany and London and Holland and Italy. Uh, and, uh, I want to go. So crazy. Oh, <laughs> man, you... we had me and Alex Day. Alex <laughs> Day was one of the background singers. Another cat out of uh, Texas. I forgot his name. But um, that was 2004, and the tour was such a spectacular tour. And it, it's, it's nothing better than going out on the road with a legend and learning and just watching how the people love them. And, and she seems to like see. love the stage, you know. Oh, man, she loves it, and we all do. But it's like <laughs> those people overseas, they really love black artists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm man, sorry. we, uh, you should have right. um, You should have did the, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> That's the main song that comes up with Payla. I love yeah. all her songs from Marmalade to If Only You Knew. You know, um, yeah. even my mother used to laugh a little bit when I was a teenager because she said, "You all, I've always had this little, this old soul side to me. Yeah. You know. But yeah, anyway, man. as I was saying, so how was that? You you did back up with songs that you sing, or, or just pretty much well, all of them? Well, we sang all the songs that I grew up on, and the ones you just named, and the, my favorite one, What can I do for you? What can you do for me? What can I do for you? Who's I that? love that song. That was, uh, that oh, was I don't one know of the biggest hits when, oh, yeah, you better do, yeah, that was so funky. That's when she was with LaBelle. La what can I oh, do for you? Oh, okay. It's, it's just, so I don't know much about LaBelle. I just know Lady Marmalade, but I got to listen to yeah. it then. Yeah, okay, okay. She kind of had a little... Yeah, we did all the big hits. Oh, wow. The big hits. Yeah, it was wonderful. And I and can tell... That... They... Go ahead. One I'm thing sorry. I liked about Patty, she never sang the same song, uh, the song the same. Each night she would just change it up. And, and I guess all artists do that. A lot of artists mm-hmm. do it. Um, 
because it gets boring doing the same song in the tour over and over again. So yeah. Patty has a way of, had a way of just changing it up, you know, and putting that gospel feel in it. And so yes. you never knew what she was going to do on the course of a night. Yeah. You know what? You, yeah. I thought, have you ever thought of doing a duet? You know what? I would have loved to hear you do On My Own with her. That's one of my favorite oh, I songs. I did. I did do that. I did it in, <laughs> in concert with her. Yes. I did it with her. Is <laughs> there kind of concert Oh, yeah. We did that. It, um, there's one that was, we were over in the uh, North Sea Jazz Festival, and um, mm-hmm. my brother-in-law gave me a copy of it, but I lost it But we were doing that. And I did it with her at the um, amphitheater in Los Angeles back in 2004 as well. Oh, okay. Um, so I used to, yeah, I used to do it with her on, on tour. Yeah, I love that song. Michael McDonald did a great job, also. But I would have loved yeah. to have heard you, you know, do it. You know. Yeah. It, yep. It was one of the my main standouts. I loved it. So as far as Groove City Band, out of Vegas. Yeah. I guess I have uh-huh. to visit Vegas again. Vegas had the time of my life. <laughs> yeah, Vegas is a fun city, but uh, you know, when you're OG like me, all those days of partying and stuff, I don't do that. I just I work, and my party is actually on stage dancing and singing. That's, That's why I partying. Have party. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, um, I don't party I'm, like in my twenties. I mean, I, but hey, I I would, hey, got got more living to do. I think everybody. Yeah. Hey, there's nothing holding me back. Hey, I mean, but we get caught up in trying to make a living. And like I said, you know, sometimes you have yeah. to really relocate to find your 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 circle, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or it's never too late, but, you know. But, yeah, That's I right. can imagine if you get on that stage and, and you seem like you really love it. That I do, yeah. That's your fun. How could it not mm-hmm. be, you know? Yeah, and it's, I'm, I'm so worn out after dancing and singing for about two hours. It's like, I just want to go home and rest for the next show the next night. So there That's it how is. I would be. That's perfect. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that 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 is, I've seen your, you know, your pictures where you're sweating and all that. That, I mean, that's pretty much equivalent to a workout or a party. Am I yeah, correct? It is. Oh, yeah, it keeps me in shape, but. Mentioning Groove City, I'm no longer with the band. I, I was with them for seven oh, okay. years, seven and a half years. But I left Groove City to do to pursue a stage play out in in Reno for six weeks, and it was called Solid Gold Soul, in which I played with my two favorites, Jackie and Sam, and my friend Tal. He played Smokey Robinson, and Debonair played Jackie Wilson, and my friend Pete Peterkin played mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles, and Marva Scott did um, Diana Ross, The Marvelettes. So it was oh, a wow. stage play we did, and that's why I had to leave the band because I just wanted to do something different. I had been with the band for seven and a half years, and I got yeah. that call from Mark Paskin, and I did that play with a view of us opening here in Vegas uh, September the 1st. But unfortunately, our producer, Mark, he got a little sick, so now our our opening day has been pushed back to December the first um, with Solid Gold Soul, in which I played Jackie Wilson and Sam Cooke. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And So there's know, a lot of things going on. Yeah, like I was saying, Vegas, a lot of people, was Vegas your first choice or like a lot of artists, 
um, like, for example, the ones that, um, well, more will have gotten more crossover success or whatever you want to, whatever you would call it, like Jody Watley. What do you think about a lot of the um, singers and entertainers who do go only overseas or mainly overseas? Uh, well, you know, you, I support them because I've been overseas. My sister lives in Amsterdam and I, I went overseas myself and you, it's so funny, you know, I don't want to talk about the people here. And if this is talking about them, I'm just telling the truth. The people over in Europe, they love our music. It seems like a lot more than the people in the United States do. They, treat you like royalty, and that's why my sister's been over there for 20-something years. She's with a big stage play over there that's been a hit for the last 10 years called Big, Black, and Beautiful. And you can look it up on YouTube. Her name is uh, Rocky Harrell. That's my sister. We grew up singing together. So she lives in Amsterdam, and she tours all over there, Belgium and Amsterdam and London with her stage play. And I was over there touring with my sister because we do a lot together musically as a duet. Uh, like we did growing up. So she chose to stay out there. She said, uh, Grady, um, I think I'm because her. she lost her husband, our beloved Patrick, a few years ago. And so she's there by herself now, no family, just Patrick's mother and sister. So she said, Grady, I should come back home and, and work out there. I said, Raquel, you don't want to do that because, mm-hmm. you know, you'll be out here. I mean, like I told you earlier, you said you wanted to move to Vegas to mm-hmm. pursue your career. But I said, hold, hold, hold off on that. Because you know it's it's not it's not as as gravy as as you think it is in Vegas. There's still a lot of prejudices out there, and mm-hmm. they're not Definitely. letting our people, you know, in those in those in those rooms, those showrooms, like they should. And I'm gonna just, it's straight out. Everybody, sorry. <laughs> a lot of black entertainers know that it's kind of it's really hard for bands to get work out here in Vegas, and then to, to, for them to pay us what we're worth. So that's why we got to go overseas and over to Asia and places like that. A lot of our people over there making the money that they work. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell yeah. you how many people who said to me that I can see you in London or Paris because yeah. for one, it, me, the it seems like you're promoted mainly if you want to promote sex talks or if you want to promote reality TV or if you want to promote drama or being yeah. ghetto. And it just seems like people like me, like, for example, I've gotten a lot of love, and I appreciate it. It's growing, but in my state, it is just, it's just not there. And right. there are times I've thought, okay, well, you can't just up and move to London. Uh-huh. <laughs> but there are times right. I feel, you know, just like, okay, Josephine Baker, back in the 20s, she went to Paris, you know. And in yeah. 2015, so will a lot of people. So, you know, that's part of me being a poet and a writer. You know, you that's why I'm so colorful with my art. You know, yeah. because you can't uh, you can't let yourself be a product of your environment. No, you can't. And they really respect the arts overseas. I, I got to give it to them. Wow. They love our music. It's still it's so big over there. I can't even describe it. And I love a lot of um, artists out of the UK, you know, like um, yeah. Benz, George Michaels. Somebody asked me who is yeah. Wingout Sister. Uh, right. Sh- Sade is loved worldwide, you know, but 
a lot yeah. of people I've heard have gotten um, recognition um, in the UK. You yeah. know, so you perform yeah. with your your sons, right, on that song Harrell. Well, I'm sorry, H A R R E L L. Who yeah. um, was that? You, was that you and your sons? Yes, that was me um, and my two oldest sons. I have seven sons, but that's two of my oldest, Grady and Anthony. And uh, we sing together more than any of the other ones, but uh, that, uh, Anthony thought it would be a good idea to write a song called simply called Harrell, and in the song is like, uh, uh, don't forget our last name and tell everybody we all sing, and we got each other's back to the very, very end. Um, and so beautiful. it's just telling us about our family and how we love each other, how we like to sing each other, uh, sing together, and and Anthony came up with the idea. He's he's got a studio in his house, so we record there a lot as a family with with Ant. Yeah, that's great. You know that that that's great. That has to be something that will always boost you, um, even when. Yeah. You don't feel like the industry is being kind. I know. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, we let me we uh, we sell. Uh huh. Go on. Oh no, go ahead. I'm go ahead. No, you <laughs> no. We we uh you know regardless of what the industry does to us, they can't kill our dreams. So I mean, we put Anthony's just about to put out a, a two album set called the Songbook of Eli. Uh, one of his sons, uh, one of my grandsons. So we still do a music. It's just like. Uh, the record labels, uh, you have to make enough noise until they can just come to you and offer you so much money to get on board with you. But we have our dream, and we have our passion, and they can't take that away from us, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's true. That's true. But do you feel like in this industry it's only about who you know? Yeah, it's always it's always been about uh, uh, who you know. It's, that, especially you know, that old now. Thing and they, what, yeah, especially now. So, you know, um, you got friends out there to, to, to get you on, but some friends, you got a lot of haters in the business, too. They'll be your friends, and they, they won't oh. answer your phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, no, please know. don't mention Yeah. Uh-huh. I think I've not your phone it call. all, and I'm not even this mainstream, you know, but, yeah, no, you can't ever give up hope. Dreams, big dreams will be, you know. Dreams, yeah. you go into another world with dreams. Dreams are powerful. They have vision boards and all of that that I need to practice on. <laughs> yeah, and practice you just keep pursuing, pursuing your goal. And you, you, cause when I'm on stage, it's like I'm living, literally living my dream, April. It's like I can tell. Whether, yeah, so that's, that's your dream right there. I'm living my dream when I'm on stage. Can't nobody stop that. They can't stop me as long as I take care of my body. And I eat my five foods a day, which is garlic, cinnamon, olive oil, honey, and dark chocolate. And look all those up. I invite everybody to do it. I stay the garlic. I take it and I, I I rinse it down with warm lemon water. It keeps my bones all moistened, really? and I can dance and sing like I did when I was in my twenties. So it's like mm-hmm. it keeps you. If you take care of your body, when you get older, it'll take care of you. And that's all I'm gonna say on that. Yeah, well, that's a blessing. You know, there's so many people of all ages with, you know, health issues. And so, you know, I said I'm going to step, I'm stepping it up, going to the gym, drinking. I I drink a lot of water, you know. The rest we can work on. (laughs) I'm a true water drinker. 
Yeah, so, that's always you know. good for you. But you said Vegas is not, you're not partying there. But if you're on stage, you're you're partying. <laughs> right. And that that's a wonderful thing. Uh, being on stage, I love it. Um, it it's such a a blessing to continue to get on stage and make people smile and happy and to look at their faces when you're singing an old standard like a like a, a change gonna come or even an old Bobby Womack standard that everybody knows the lyrics to or even a standard by the egos like Hotel California and people are singing along and you can do those songs justice because let's face it, those songs are the stars. If you can sing them with a little integrity, well it's going to touch a person's heart. They remember where they were first time they listened to it, like the old Motown stuff. You sing all that stuff with integrity, yeah, and make people smile and 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 and, and give them good memories. Well, mm-hmm. you've done your job. Yep. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I I definitely appreciate talking to you, and I definitely appreciate you um, sharing all this information and you've been so approachable and um, yeah. communicating, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. again, and that's, I all, a, that's all was brought up. And, and that's, that's good. Every, you know, a lot of people doesn't, don't, <laughs> don't, let's see, carry themselves how they were um, brought up. And we had a couple guests to say they enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. would like to hear more from you, um, Grady. I definitely yeah. like if I'm well, in Vegas, always, I'm definitely going to look for your shows. Do you have like yeah, you a. You can always um, follow me on, on GradyHarrell.com or GradyHarrell on Facebook. And I have a fan page on Facebook. And, and you know, I always uh, stay up to date and put new clips up of what I'm doing, whether I'm doing Sam Cook or whether I'm doing R&B or whether I'm doing Jackie Wilson or stage plays or whether I do a tribute to the tents or the four tops, I'm always doing something. And I'm like a chameleon. I can just change into so many things. And that's because I've done my homework and I love doing all of those wonderful, mighty artists. So you can always stay abreast of GradyHarrell.com and it will always keep you up to date what I'm doing. And Facebook, right? Yes, Facebook. That's how okay. you and I met. Huh? Yes, yes, thankfully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you always cheer somebody up with a song or a dance, right? You had a thing, yes. po- <laughs> thing posted. If anybody could sing to you, who would it be? <laughs> well, if anybody could sing to me, you know I'm going to. My first choice, I think, would be Mr. Sam Cook. He's my favorite, man. I don't know why. He just got that, that song from Jackie Wilson. Is running a tight. I don't even want to say second. I think Jackie and Sam are right on the same level to me. You you just don't see artists like that singing and the charm they had, the charisma. That's why I pattern myself after cats like that. You know, so those two are running neck and neck. I do like Sam Cooke. His whole demeanor, his whole style. You know, it's just yeah. And you know, I I can definitely see that. Um, Jackie Wilson, yeah. I have to look up more about him, but Sam yeah. Cook definitely. Well, right. thank you, sir. I definitely appreciate thank that. You. Is there, and I wanted to play a song before we end. Um, okay. You're singing Sam Cook. Oh, and really? We definitely, okay. 
definitely stay connected to the show. I appreciate the support. I will. Thank you. Okay. And, um, thank you. Please do this again. Yes, thank you so much. I love you, and uh, thanks for all the fans following me, and thanks for everybody that listens to your show. Keep oh, wow. alive. Love you, too. Thank you so love. much. That really, okay, enjoy the rest you. of your really needed that today. Thank you. All right. We'll have a beautiful soon. Sunday. Okay, and we'll stay in touch on Facebook, okay? Definitely. Okay, All bye-bye. Right. Have a good one. Bye. You too. Bye. Thanks. And that was just a little taste of Grady Harrell, who is great voice, who's singing the legends that he grew up on. Grady Harrell performs frequently in Vegas, very nice soul. And this is what's great about real music is that it never dies. The music never dies. And now I'm going to go into, um, there's a song that, Speaking of never dying, I'm going to go into D'Angelo in another life.
it appreciate Woman for more than my low waist I see women as beautiful Queens to be protected in the men's embrace Y'all let me get away with saying anything they wanna say Now it's all out of control You heard on the radio, you're a nappy head Now it's time I press to hear a rapper call you a bitch Still Dance to it And they keep saying it because you're buying it and making them rich Baby girl Don't do it for you expect anyone else to talk to you respectfully and treat you like the queen you were born to be. for Shalimar and is ta- he's very talented Howard Hewitt ended up getting that spot but but you know talent all of the all everyone in Shalimar I have loved you know so I'm going to play one of my favorite songs by Shalimar let's see I have so many up here I'm going to play the one I, I'm going to play this one and I did say I was going to do a little tribute to um, Solar Records. So I think, shall I start here? Hmm. It's amazing what comes to you when you're um, on the air. Let's see. What's one I haven't played? Well, let's see. You're just a dead giveaway.
take that to the bank.
Well, um, we have a few minutes left. Um, I rarely, if sometimes I do talk rehearsed, and, um, you know, I'm just going to be pretty real. Um, in this arts game, or even, let's say, let's say even the relationship game, I don't get into those topics because they're way too deep, and a lot of times I feel that there are a lot of stereotypes, and one thing that I don't understand is that what do you expect a woman who has groomed herself, went to college, and who has um, groomed herself to do the best she could and has always put positive up still images in her mind. And you don't get this age without running into some some rovers or some um, rovettes in your life. And um, I'm thankful for all the people who support what I do. Um, you know, one thing that me and a good friend were having a conversation about, and it was about how people are in your life for a reason or a season. I think far too often that too many people get so caught up on they can't live without this person. Oh, we were so close. Oh, we were so this and that. Oh, it was inspiring me. Oh, they treated me so well. But, well, you know what? Things change, and some things can change overnight, you know. None of us should have to be a mountain. No, no man, woman, or child should have to be a mountain. But sometimes if you do, you do. And I can say that I wouldn't be on this radio doing what I do had I not have experienced some um, some into some people who don't maybe don't want to accept my strength or don't want to accept that I'm not going to give up and lay down <laughs> or become whatever you want me to come become, you know. And I'm all about positivity, but sometimes you just have to speak it out, you know. You cannot have high expectations on people. You can have high standards on how you like to be treated, but you cannot fall fall into pieces when you're not given what you feel you deserve at the time. You can't. And that's that's what's made me a poet. I've been writing for 20 years. And um, a little bit about, about me, which I've been doing, each show because, you know, I find out is the more I communicate with people that not everybody knows that. Um, and I want to take this time to give some shouts out. Um, Valerie Smith, thank you. Valerie Smith has been a very supportive person. She admins the group excellently, and she's a, a very good, genuine person. And um, Let's see, um, Vic Emerson, uh Again, Grady Harrell, thank you for being on the show. Um, it's just endless. Mr. Chris Jasper, the great Isley Brothers um, <laughs> synthesizer and keyboardist, um, impromptu, want to give you, thank you. Mike Brody, thank you for all your support. Wayne Bouchard from the UK radio, thank you for all your support. And I'm glad I'm one of your favorite hosts. You're one of mine, too. I definitely have to tune into yours. Um, Raphael D., thank you for your support. Um, 
Beth Pop Ply, thank you for your support. Jack Tripp, thank you for your support. Um, it's just the list is endless. If I if I'm forgetting anybody, you know, write me and say, hey, I listened to your show. You know, <laughs> it's so I appreciate that. You know, as long as you're not writing me to be disrespectful, I have no problem with that because I do hit people up on Messenger, and a lot of times it's to form sometimes friendships, sometimes just to talk. You know, but it it it's that's not always work working these days, but. Um, Carolyn Griffey, um, Kevin Spencer, um, Vic Emerson, um, and the list goes on. Um, I'm trying to think too much right now. As I was told, I think too much. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate all of you who help um, encourage me to keep doing Rodney Wade, Mr. Rodney Wade, you're definitely appreciated. And, um, you know, it's just it's a host of people. And um, Anthony Monroe, I'm just, you know, naming out of the top of my head people who've been um, very supportive in this journey because we need that, especially I played the song You're a Queen because it doesn't matter how you carry yourself. Yes, sometimes I have, have a slip of the tongue. I'm working on forgiveness and I'm working on being as forgiven as I would like to be forgiven myself. Um, Mishi Isha Barnett, Samantha, um, Ghetto Songbird Hollins, um, shout out to you, definitely. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm thankful for what I do. And, um, you know, there's not a place on earth that I, I think that I can't do this. And... Um, so I won't be rambling. <laughs> uh, I just appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, there is definitely more to come for me. These shows have been, I've been doing these back-to-back for the past couple of months, and I've also done a couple spontaneous shows that may have talked about anything from rock to soul or um, eclectic hip-hop. And um, with that being said, you know, I want to wish you peace and love. And let's see if I can pull up a poem here. Hmm, let's see what we can pull up. You know, it's not easy to just kind of just freestyle on the air, but I said that there were some things that I definitely needed to get out, and that's a part of being a writer, we and and this is why you know sometimes I consider myself a motivational speaker. We we a lot of times we are not able to express ourselves fully. We're we're not given the right to fully express ourselves, or we don't feel it's the right time or the place to express ourselves. And just like a note I posted, anyone who is too busy. Or you doesn't need a big space in your life, you know. It's just you just know that you have to kind of cut it. Well, don't have any expectations, and I don't care how many times you have to move on. Keep moving because when you take your last breath in life, you're taking that by yourself, you and your spirit and God. And you know, may peace be on to all of you, you know, because God is with God is with 
anybody who is seeking him genuinely. I'm not any type of, you know, preacher, I'm sorry, pastor um, or anything like that. It's just that I have a very deep spirituality that I'm trying to nurture. And I, you know, and I appreciate, you know, your prayers because um, forgiveness is one of the things that I have to work on. You know, um doesn't matter what someone's done, you have to learn how to forgive and in order to be forgiven because I have things that I have to be forgiven for just like anybody else. I'm not trying to make it like I'm important. But here is a quote that I'd like to leave you with. <laughs> and this is not my poetry, but here's this. If you're reading this, you survived your life, and if you're hearing this, you survived your life until this point. Heartbreak, losses, betrayal, trauma, and here you are. You go, you fierce warrior, because you know what? You are awesome. And um, one another shout-out to Tiffany, our um, love of Positive Magazine. She speaks a lot of uh, meditation and it doesn't matter how much I communicate with someone. What matters is the messages that they, you know, left with me, you know, the sincerity of their heart, you know, and all of that. But I'm going to say good night. You can follow my poetry on adeeparies.wordpress.com and in the process of getting my own domain name. And, you know, God bless you. and. Have a great evening.
honor to God, who's the head of our house, thanking him for his many blessings and all he's done for us. And Black Street would like to share all he's given us with you. Jesus' name, amen. 